This is Origin. Origin. What's up? This is Johnny Jockles here with another exciting and informative episode of Origin Stories. Today we have the Bedlam Times. And you know what? It is feeling like the Bedlam Times when we're living in crazy city here in the United States. But you know what? There is a key to the kingdom of heaven and that's through jesus christ to get us out of crazy town and into paradise and you know what we're going to go with a little hope resumed because we all need a little hope and you know what we'll get that hope through reading the bible and just getting closer to jesus christ can i get an amen on the johnny taco show
right, we are back with the Bedlam Times. TBT for short for people who can't say that really quick. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we just got through listening to a Hope Resume. We, I had to start them off right, you know, with your music. Uh, how did that song come along? We'll, we'll get into your uh, testimony here in a second, but I know some people are probably like wanting... Um, you know, a little story about this song before we get into the to the gist of it all. Sure. Yeah. Um, Drew, if you if you don't mind, I'll I'll take this. Uh, right By all off. means, man. But, yeah, take take it off. Oh. Uh, so so a lot of a lot of the way that this works generally is Drew will come up, especially lately on the newer songs. Drew will come up with um, the music and send me almost a completed song. Uh, Drew is a multi instrument uh, multi. What do you say? A multi instrumentalist. A multi-dimensional sure. being. Multi-dimensionalist. <laughs> Put that on your business card, man. I'll take it. I'll yeah. take it. So um, a lot of times he'll send me, like I said, lately, almost a completed song, and um, and then I'll put vocals to it. And at this time, when he sent me the music to this one, I was talking uh, with a girl at work, actually, who was kind of talking to me about her faith journey and how she was raised in the, in the faith and then kind of left. And, uh, she said something that, that really stuck out to me that she kind of had tried everything else and didn't find any more meaning than what she had when she was in the church or in the faith. And, um, and I just, that really stuck with me that, you know, I've tried everything else and it, it didn't work. So let me go back to where I was. And, uh, and, so she was kind of in that process. And then um, this might come up a little bit later, but I reached out to Drew because I know that he had had kind of a similar journey. And it was like, hey, man, I think that this is the the direction we should go with this song, kind of documenting uh, being raised on the faith of your parents and then um, branching out and, and maybe trying uh, things without God for a bit, maybe, you know, and I'm not suggesting that that's what everybody should do, but you know, a lot of people do do that. And, um, and then the bridge, uh, for those who I guess were paying attention to the lyrics, um, is basically that words as old as dust and stone, um, renew in my soul to whom should we go? And that's, that's kind of a reference to the apostles where Jesus asks them, you know, are you going to leave me too? And they say, to whom shall we go? You have the words of truth. Where, where else am I going to go? And so I just kind of, for this song, it really seemed fitting that, that after we've tried everything else, it's like, to whom should we go? And then the final chorus is kind of acknowledging that maybe the faith that we're rebuilding isn't yet perfect. It's not, you know, solid, but it's uh it's a land receded as the lyrics say. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of the message of that song. And just to let you know, we do have trivia. So if you actually listen to the whole song with the chorus, oh. you have to listen <laughs> to the trivia. <laughs> yes, uh, Mr. Adam over here, um, he had uh, he's making us have to uh, dissect the song into the <laughs> to its purest form to learn. And if you get it right, uh, you know you get a, a free pass. Uh, <laughs> you get to say one free cuss word without having to say a hell mary at the end. I do get worried sometimes because like a hope resumed and Earth tides actually both the songs that we're going to play here. If you only listen to part of the song, then they sound really blasphemous. 
but both of these songs, um, they really try and, uh, are you familiar with the screw tape letters? C.S. Lewis. Yeah. Okay, cool. How it's written from the perspective of the devil. Sometimes our music kind of goes into that a little bit, uh, to highlight almost parody the, that line of thinking. Um, but then if you hang on with us <laughs> and usually it's in the choruses, uh, then it's, it shows the alternative and it shows the the better side. So I get worried that sometimes people listen to only the verse lyrics and like, Ooh, yeah. Ooh, these guys are super anti-Christian. It's like, no, 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 hold on. You gotta wait. <laughs> well, <laughs> it gets better. I promise. Well, in the olden times, we used to have to reverse the album to hear the Satan stuff. <laughs> now you get, you get a full force in your face. And then all of a sudden you get that one eighties, like, you know what? Yeah. You saw the Satan side. Now, now you're going to see how powerful our God is, you know? Right. Stuff right. like that, you know. And it's uh oh yeah, before we get into more music, let's introduce uh Adam Adam Briggs and Andrew or Drew Layman here from the Bed on Times. Um, you know, it's an awesome, awesome bunch of music that I've heard so far. And and you're right, you know, you get that um you get that little feel in the beginning, but it just goes to the thing where you don't judge a book by its cover. Because you can go out to the world and say, hey, that looks spiritual. That looks like it's from God. And then it turns around, you know, it, it's from it's from the enemy. Yeah. Yeah. Clever disguise. Like my ex-wife. Ha ha ha. Just a joke. <laughs> Just a joke. Just a joke. Just a joke. It's to make people laugh. You know, I forgave her years ago. I hold no ill appearances. Uh, but uh, but tell us a little something about y'all. You know, Adam is the uh, the singer, and Drew is the brainchild. Yeah, Drew's the talent, and I'm here to try and not mess it up. <laughs> it's kind of like that one movie where that one. Well, I don't know about that. Where that where that one guy was wanting to be like the best drummer. And he um, he goes to this teacher, and his teacher just beats him down until he's uh, he's the best drummer. He's like, "Okay, I see why you beat me up." <laughs> I don't know that movie. I, I was uh, thinking when Whiplash. you Whiplash. Whiplash, yeah, Whiplash. Yep. I was thinking that thing you do. I'm like, no, that's not the plot. <laughs> that, that's a little. That's a little like a night and day compared to right. to Whiplash. <laughs> that thing you do is kind of lighthearted. Oh yeah, <laughs> the Oneaters. That's like the only thing I remember of that movie. And but uh, I know they had yeah. a song that that actually played in the radio, and I was like, okay, well, that's the yeah. only thing I heard. I don't think I've seen the movie. Mm. Okay, well that was interesting. Let's uh, let's talk about y'all. Um, so Adam, um, tell us a little little something about the life and time of Mister Briggs. Sure, uh, as it pertains to music, or you want to know like shoe size and all that. Well, I, well am I am I giving you Christmas presents? I don't even know about your shoe size. <laughs> I'm registered at Target. No, just- Merry Christmas. Here's some isotoners. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah so um i was raised in the or i mean musically speaking i guess i came up in the pop punk and punk world um and in jay's drew what year was this maybe 2008 um when we got together yeah, actually mm-hmm. in our first band together um it was really cool because like i i kind of brought the my punk heritage you could say 
Um, and then our lead guitarist, he was definitely more metal influence. Um, I'll let Drew go into his influences, but they were kind of more punk and ska. And so it was this weird conglomeration of different genres that uh, ended up making some of what we feel is pretty, pretty special for that band. Um, but lately, Drew has, has been winning me over to the more heavy side of things. <laughs> so <laughs> you, you hear that in our more recent songs, a um, lot more screaming. Uh, but, uh, you know, obviously there's still some, um, unapologetically punk, uh, choruses, stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I, I just, I used to be bass and rhythm guitar in the band, but then I moved to Wisconsin and Drew is just such a better, um, guitarist than I am that I just have been letting him kind of take all the reins on the on the instruments and and he's he's he, i know what he's thinking he's like no i'm not but he is nobody <laughs> nobody fall for his crap <laughs> you know um I, and who who is the third member he's he unfortunately he, he couldn't make it today no he he is not with us anymore <laughs> it makes it sound like he's dead <laughs> <laughs> all right everybody uh put down your head it's it's time to feel sad uh we're sorry uh for your loss <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no when i moved away um so he was in other bands with us and we brought him in because we were hoping to gig when i when we all lived in the same area but then i moved away and the the band just kind of fizzled out at that point well, it didn't fizzle out. I guess it, it moved just into wow, the studio. Wow, you're really painting yourself really good here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have our new song, but we kind of fizzled out. Uh, <laughs> I should say our dreams of, uh, or our, our, our hopes of playing live fizzled. Uh, and we moved to just a, a studio band for the time being, uh, since we're separated by two time zones. And you well, know what? Just separated in general. Yes, right. <laughs> Well, you know, the uh, the divorce hasn't came in yet, so, you know, you are just separated. You know, you can always get back together. There's, there's... I got the dog, so I don't know. <laughs> well, uh, you know, there, there are tons of just studio artists, studio bands that just play some great music and people enjoy their music. You know, yeah. you don't have to actually go out into a, a concert and actually perform in front of people. You know, you can actually do everything behind uh, mm -hmm. behind the enemy lines, you know, but, uh, but yeah, you know, going through that, you know, you said you had a lot, a lot of, a lot of punk and we'll get to you, Drew here. Don't worry. I see you. You you had a lot of pop punk and uh, a lot of pop punk influences, right? Yeah. Or is it, or is it just heavy punk, uh, like the dead milkman, uh, dead Kennedys? Did you go um, into that side of the a little, a little bit, but more, more the in-between. So not, not like simple plan, not dead Kennedys, but kind of more like rise against that kind of in-between ground. Um, I've always really, really related to the anti-establishment kind of thing. Oh, okay. But then growing up Christian, I see the devil as the establishment. And so it's <laughs> like, you know, I might not align with rise against political or, or theological views, but I do get behind the idea of using music to kind of rally the troops kind of thing. And, you know, what, what better fight is there uh, than the one we have as Christians? 
And that's why we have praise music, you know, we're, we're praising because yeah. God has already won the war. We should be celebrating instead of bickering with each other. On, I like you that. Know. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, let's get to Drew, you know, the silent guy, <laughs> the multidimensional <laughs> artist. Observant. Uh, one word says it all. <laughs> Observant. Hey, I tried to use that word one time at a party with, with, uh, uh, with a girl I was dating, I, and she said, "Well, you didn't talk to anybody. You didn't go anybody." I was embarrassed. I was like, "I'm just observing. I don't care. You're supposed to go out there and talk to people." <laughs> so, so yeah, that that you cannot use that in any and all uh, excuses, <laughs> especially if you're talking on a radio. You can't just be quiet. That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, he sounds really pensive right now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, I don't know about that. Um, I, there's a lot that needs to be said, you know, and um, I think what makes Adam and I very unique is the fact that we we have similarities in our story. Right. But really, we are um, two halves of a whole. So um, with our unique experiences, our unique background and, and what we've done together, you know, we're able to create a whole picture. So. Uh, sometimes it's going to require Adam to to really give that one side, and, and I'll have my side, and um, it, it all comes together, you know. Um, uh, but as far as me, kind of where I got my start, I mean, I grew up in Las Vegas, Nevada, and um, boy, that was a joy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Soon, um, a lot yeah, of my, yeah, yeah. Um, so a lot of my influences came from uh, um, kind of the. Uh, the second and third wave of, of ska, you know? So I, I grew up going on to, uh, you know, real big fish and, and less than Jake and, and all of those, um, prolific ska bands for the time. And I, when I was in bands back in the day, kind of modeling the, the, the ska sound, you know, Aquabats and all that, um, the person I used to play with kind of went more down the ska punk route. And I went down a heavier route. And so that's kind of where a lot of my influences started to to change or kind of mesh. Um, that's when I started picking up drums. That was my first instrument. And, um, of course, I had to have a double bass. So having the double bass kind of naturally pushed me into heavier genres. And, um, yeah, fast forward uh, to 2008. That's when I met Adam. I believe I responded on a uh, Craigslist ad <laughs> and um, I'm not sure how many people he tried to to interview or, or have a, a rehearsal with beforehand, but uh, it seems like when I came in, uh, um, it, it just kind of felt right. Um, all right. For me, I believe it felt right for those guys too, mm -hmm. but otherwise I wouldn't have been there, <laughs> you know, and, uh, you were just the only one that showed up. I mean that well, literally, but also it was a perfect fit. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> and that's fine. I, I'll take it, you know? So I, I feel like I earned my spot and that's all that really matters. And, you know, over the last, um, you know, however many years, a decade and, and a half, <laughs> Um, we have dabbled and we've, we've done a lot of things in a lot of different genres and, uh, trying a lot of stuff out. And, and here we are 2023. It's me and Adam still, <laughs> and uh, that leads us to all our, our current music and, and kind of what we're putting out. So I, I can still honestly say that I have a playlist of ska music. 
you know, um, <laughs> you know, real big fish, uh, mm-hmm. the mighty, mighty boss tones, you know, yeah. um, mustard plug. I, I got, I still yeah. got so many, uh, the mad caddies I've been tur- oh. turned on to and, um, it's just, um, I still got to, it's a guilty pleasure. You know, people are always oh, making man. fun of, you know, he listens to ska music, you know, they had, <laughs> I'm like, well, there, there's really nothing wrong with it. You know, it's just, um, brass and, uh, beats and, and heartfelt vocals in the back or drinking vocals in the back. So, you know, <laughs> uh, um, yep, yep. and that's, that's just generally what ska is, you know, it's, it's a, it's kind of a, a dancing kind of fun music to just sit down and just enjoy it. And, uh, you know, now, you know, some of Johnny Taco's, uh, guilty pleasures, you know, each, <laughs> each episode, you get a little guilty pleasure. So, uh, how did, uh, the name, the Bedlam times comes out? Cause I was trying to look for it. The Bedlam times. Did you know there's actually a newspaper called the Bedlam times? No. Yes. <laughs> we liked it because <laughs> we liked it because it sounded like a newspaper, but I didn't know there actually was one. Um, all right, that kind of shatters my whole world. Thank you. Bye. I'll give you a hug. Come here. Come here. Give me a hug. Uh, when you come over and give me a hug, bring me some cheese since you're over there, Wisconsin. All right, you got it. So, um, with with this, uh, y'all come together, y'all been together for a while, you know, and um, have have all your, your music, um, abilities has it always been a christian based or have y'all uh, kind of doubled into the uh, secular realm since we're talking about multi-dimensional uh, artists here <laughs> we we definitely i mean ever since my very first band long before I even met drew um all of my messages were always super focused on promoting good messages that were only I, I believe only in me to begin with because of my Christian faith. So not all of our songs are, are overtly religious or Christian, um, but they are all featuring messages that um, have been instilled because of our faith, basically. So it's like a positive um, message, right? It's like yeah. a uh, it's it's built it's built on the foundation of Christianity. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, and a, and a lot of that was even kind of by design. Um, like I, I kind of thought, okay, who are the people who need this to hear this message the most? Okay, and I kind of get this picture in my head, and I think, okay, are those people going to search out a Christian band, or are they going to be turned off when they hear that this certain band is Christian? Um, you know, I didn't want our music or the message to be, uh, you know, dismissed just because of that one. Uh, because we're a quote unquote Christian band. So lately we've been more upfront about it and it's not that we've ever hidden it, but I think lately we've been more uh, just kind of felt like felt directed that the message needs to be a little bit more um, in your face. You know, you don't have to search for it quite as much. Yeah. And then, you know, and it happens to a lot of, a lot of band members or a lot of bands when they, when they go out there, and then the first thing they label themselves as Christian, like a Christian metal band or a Christian uh, rap band or, you know, a Christian ska band, uh, they uh, they get labeled and kind of cast away. It's just like, uh, you, know, you know, it's like watching a movie and, and it's called, woke, you know, uh, 
woke mermaid or something like that. And, you know, people are just going to cast it away, you know, and, and nobody wants to deal with it. It's the same thing with Christian, you know, um, you, uh, you can put a, you can say a Christian movie. There's a horror movie called Nef- Nefarious. Yeah. And it's a Christian horror movie, but they didn't, they didn't really, uh, put it out there as a Christian movie and they just put it as a horror movie, but people started watching it and then they started, Oh, this is a Christian made movie. Um, and then, you know, if you, you don't always have to say, Hey, you know, through voice, you know, Hey, I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian. Look at me. I'm a Christian. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. cause you, you do it, you get more resonance from actions than you do from, uh, from actually just saying you are. Hundred percent. There's a quote that's often attributed to Saint Francis of Assisi that is uh, preach the gospel and if necessary use words. Yeah. And so I think <laughs> we we try. I don't know if he actually said it or not. I think there's some dispute there, but but I, I like it. Try and live by it. But you know, yeah. Every now and then, you know, when you go out and preach out there, you know, it's it's okay to use words. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm the vocalist. I use words. Yes. Uh, well, it'd be kind of hard if you weren't very vocal. I would just mm-hmm. scat. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, I can't scat. We all just learned that just yes, now together. Yes, uh, that was. <laughs> you see that micro? You see that microphone? That shore right there? You know, just throw it away. Just <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's not doing anything. Hey, uh, okay, okay. Before I go, because uh, not not before I go, but before I get get closer into like the uh, the future of the bedlam times, to me, don't Drew's uh, uh, camera look like? It, it's a witness protection video gone wrong. <laughs> I guess Absolutely. he's the only thing not blurred. <laughs> it's like, all right, we have uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Johnson here. He's uh, he's hiding from the mob. Can you please give us? <laughs> it's a reverse censure. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But uh, oh, the um, with with y'all coming together, y'all living so far away from each other, it's just awesome that we have the technology to actually still make music or you know do this uh, video, this uh, interview. You know, y'all didn't have to fly to Texas, even though you know Texas is the place I really love to be. You know, yeah. Uh, but um, technology has really, really uh, shot up a notch, and y'all are able to make awesome music like. Uh, Earth Tides that we're going to premiere on the show today at the end of the show, you know, so that means uh, all the street taco gang, you have to listen to the whole interview before you get to listen to uh, the new song. So and and it will be a trivia because Adam said he's going to go on my Facebook and start doing trivia. And you have to know um, what what he said about the first song and about the second song. <laughs> And whoever gets it right gets a free autographed uh, uh, receipt from McDonald's. (laughs) (laughs) So what's the future of uh, the Bedlam Times? Uh, I I know it's hard to be together to actually go out there and perform in a concert um, venue that you are doing uh, studio work. Uh, Do you all have more work coming up uh, in the future? Yeah, Drew just, uh, he just texted me the other day. He's like, dude, we have to do a 12, um, was it 12? No, 10. 
a 10 track album, uh, each track focusing on one of the plagues of Egypt. I'm like, okay. Yes, you're right. We do. <laughs> yeah, like, I was, I was cool like idea. saying, was there two other plagues that I didn't know about? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was like the Mel, uh, the Mel Brooks uh, History of the World, where Moses came out with 15 commandments and he dropped five of them. <laughs> yep. I have 15. Com- I mean, 10 commandments. <laughs> yeah. Now we're gonna do two more: uh, the plague of TikTok and the, what the plague of soy milk. I'm not. Yes, sure. yes. soy milk. It's a working yes. project. Yes. <laughs> uh, we don't speak about soy milk on this show here. We have to blur that out. Uh, we have sensitive people here. <laughs> Lactose and tolerance. Uh, edamame. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, all right. Edamame, there you go. That needs to be a new t-shirt. The Bedlam yes. Test Times. Edamame, there you go. So do you, um, uh, speaking of t-shirts, do y'all have a merch? Um, are, are y'all on any kind of merch platform that people could say, Hey, you know what? I, I want to support this band and get a t-shirt or, or a, um, purse or tumbler or (laughs) we don't, we do have a production company that, so everything that you've heard so far and will hear is recorded and mixed and produced by us. Um, so we do have a production company and that, you know, if you, if you wanted to, you could go buy, uh, we're working on some merch there. Uh, some sick wallets, stuff like that. Um, also, I don't know. If will there be money in the this, wallets? But... That's what we want to know. Will oh, yeah. there be currency in this wallet? For sure. Well, as soon as you put your money in it, it'll be loaded. So <laughs> it, no. it would be wampum. You will have wampum. <laughs> <laughs> you have Confederate money. <laughs> so. I don't know if we're allowed to plug that kind of stuff, but we do do mixing services uh, and production stuff. Like yeah, that, go so. ahead and plug it in. You know, we're we're all family. We, you know, we have to help. Mm-hmm. We have to help everybody lift up because Moses had his arms up, and when his arms were tired, he had two uh, disciples on each side helping him up, lifting it yeah. up, keeping his arms up, so he could win the war. And that's what we need to do: is that we need to help each other when our arms are getting tired. We need to be there to lift up and say, "Hey, you know what? We got you. We're gonna help you. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna be there. We're gonna help you take your burdens with you." So love it. So yeah, that's what we need to do. We need to get worked out. Not only our bodies, but our 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 spirit man. Our spirit man needs to look more like Arnold Schwarzenegger and less <laughs> like Michael Sarah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, no offense to Michael Sarah, you, you you seem like a nice guy. So, but you're but you're a wuss. <laughs> yes, you are skinny. Uh, uh, Drew, do you want to? What's the website? You know it better than I do. Yeah, so it's www.dropdeadproductions.com, and it's uh, Drop Dead mm-hmm. Productions. Sort of like what, mm-hmm. sort of like what the girl told me in high school when I asked, asked my first <laughs> girl out. Goes Drop Dead. Did she also start with www. <laughs> I, I don't know. All I heard was drop dead. <laughs> but I do not listen. If you ask my wife, I did not drop oh. dead. I, I, I did not. <laughs> Rumors but, of my demise have been greatly exaggerated. Shout out to Rise Against there. Yes, Rise Against. <laughs> yes, we're just going to throw some shameless plugs everywhere. Thank you for McDonald's for uh, making uh, that McDouble just the way I like and it with the big mix from Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> <laughs> I actually tried to play that game and I was like, eh, you know, it's, it's no Halo. 
Yeah. No. I almost don't want, I mean, I, I kind of just don't want to base, you know, on moral grounds just because I see it everywhere. It's just sponsored everywhere. It's like, no, I'm going to be the one guy like, like Pokemon go never played that only because everybody I knew was doing it. And that, that's a very just punk jerk like that kind of attitude there. Right. Yes. Rise that's again. Exact reason. Yes. That's the exact reason why I don't use NordVPN. Right. Yes. Even though, even though I want to watch my Bollywood shows on Netflix, I, I actually want to feel like I'm in Nepal, you know. But uh, no, then that that would just be fantasy, and uh, then then when reality hits, I get in my depression, and I take my Prozac, sponsored by Big Pharma, and uh, <laughs> and you've got all the big sponsors today. This yes, is awesome. yes, yes, yes. Uh, but but I'm still broke. I don't know what happened. What happened? Checked in the mail. It's just unreliable. <laughs> yeah, who uses checks? Hey, you know that big, huge. Um, what what was that? Um, that American uh, Ed McMahon used to walk oh, around. Publishers Clearinghouse. Yeah, with the huge <laughs> yeah. check. It just took a long time, oh, and shipping's awesome. unbelievable. The Prince of Nigeria is uh, <laughs> right. really a tightwad, even though he says he'll just hand out a million dollars. So, but uh, but yeah, man, uh, I just want we're about to uh, play the song Earth Tides. Can you tell us a little something about it? Yeah. Um, so basically this song kind of documents what, um, in, in the church that Drew and I go to, we kind of refer to as the pride cycle. So basically it, it documents this, this cyclic nature of man where we tend to, uh, you know, when we're blessed, then things are good for a little while. We're grateful. And then we become prideful and then with pride comes destruction. And then after the destruction, then we're humbled and when we're humbled, we're blessed, and it's just this round and round, uh, you know, we go. And so the song starts off with a man who had just come through some unnamed destruction, and he thinks, like, oh, wow, I'm, I'm so blessed. And then immediately he turns into, I did this. You know, I'm, I'm the one that protected my family. The reason we're here is because of me. And so the verses are of this guy um, kind of leading people to follow him in, in his pride, and then the pre-chorus is down from the mountains comes one voice in a thousand. And that's basically the prophet. And he speaks his, you know, uh, basically correction to the people. Um, and then tries to warn them. They laugh at him like we see in the scriptures. And um, and then the, the bridge, I guess, is kind of talking about or describing the destruction that happens. And then at the end, the guy is humbled and he he realizes that, oh, man, this was me. And those are actually the last words of the song. Mm -hmm. That's the answer to question number six, everybody, is the last words are, uh, you know, this was me. So he, he kind of finally comes back around and realizes what he's done. Um, and then if you listen to the song on repeat, then it starts all the way over again and the cycle continues. And remember, and this is this for this is me. What is this for me? What was that? So they can know. What was the last part of the thing? Oh, this <laughs> this was me. Okay, this was me. This was me is the word of the day. If you um, <laughs> say this was me, uh, my wife would be kind of wondering why you're saying that to her at at um, <laughs> at um, at her t-shirt shop. Um, and I forgot the name of the t-shirt. That, that makes it. I'm a very good husband of the year. Uh, Twisted Glitter. Twisted Glitter. If you go, this was me, I'll give you a t-shirt half off. 
I'll check it out. So right, let's go. See, that helps. That helps. Uh, but well, don't get quick, the cow uh, one. Just on that, it, I think it's really important to note that when we write these songs, um, none of it is meant to be from, you know, a bird's eye view or, or come off preachy. Um, a lot of it is is designed and, and tailored to be from someone who would actually be experiencing and thinking these things in their day to day. You know, so we want there to be uh, kind of a modern, like today, relevance uh, from from yeah. a perspective of somebody that's actually going through these things. Um, we want it to be more personal and and less like you're reading a passage. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, all of it's important, but I think that's one thing we we really try and do. But go ahead. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much. We got to get out of here. Here we go with. Earth Tides here on the Johnny Taco Show Origin Stories. Let's go.
All right, that was Earth Tides by the Bedlam Times. I just want to say thank you to all the new listeners that happen to stumble upon here thinking this is a Food Network extravagant uh, episode on how to make excellent tacos. I know to eat them and not how to properly describe on how to make it through the radio. Uh, with uh, Just come on in, sit down, relax, enjoy the, uh, the interviews. If you like this interview and other interviews, uh, please like, share, subscribe, share it, especially share it to all the people around. Um, it's awesome. I appreciate it. Um, that helps uh, my ministry grow. Uh, to all the diehard listeners, you know who you are. I have a specific set of skills uh thank you so much from the bottom of my heart you are the sour cream to this taco supreme without you i would just be staring at the wall and that would give my wife the ample amount of ammunition to finally lock me into the gates of gotham uh just want to thank so much to chris johnson my producer for making these episodes even more awesome uh thanks to all the street taco team for uh shelling out their time their efforts into making this show the way it is i just want to give a big shout out to all of y'all you know you are all god's children i love y'all uh i love y'all so much y'all if y'all ever have any questions comments concerns feel free to uh talk to me on all the facebook uh instagram tiktok all those good social media uh again you know you can go on all the major streaming platforms to hear this like this episode and other episodes uh god bless y'all god keep y'all and we'll see y'all another time don't have yourself a good day no good sir good ma'am have yourself a great day i'm out